Welcome to the DCC RPG Actual Play Podcast, brought to you by the Iron Tavern and Spellburn. Our cast of characters for this campaign is Baptist, the cannibalistic thief, Nuniklaus, the boom cannon wizard, Jargon, where did he go, halfling, Santh, cleric of Mani, Vixila, the guardian warrior, Gonlex, the warrior who dreams of seafaring journeys, Mephrodis, the corrupted wizard, Bong, the glistening warrior, Aram, the sergeant-at-arms warrior, and Jadawin, the apprentice wizard. So, last week, you guys used a contact at the Thieves' Guild to bring you in through the sewer entrances to the uh, Overlord's stronghold. You came in through the sewers, lots of twists and turns. The guy's name was Dirk. He seemed pretty confident of his ability to lead you through. Uh, you guys did encounter a giant snake inside the sewers, which between, what was it? I know Bong put the killing blow, but someone else hit it first, too. Some Jargon got a, got a couple hits in oh, with the arrow. Yeah. So between some magic and a critical hit by Bong, you quickly put into the snake. You found yourself in the privies of the stronghold, and you had to sort of work your way up through those into the building itself. And you soon found yourself in what appeared to be a kitchen, a serving kitchen of sorts. Uh, the cooks and servants there were quickly put to sleep. And out in the great ballroom, great dining hall, there were two tables worth of what appeared to be guard-type men. And in the third table had what, who appeared to be the overlord, along with a small contingent of his supposedly elite guards, seeing as how they put up a little bit more of a fight and also seem to have magic at their disposal to get them rapidly out of what looked to be a bad situation. So the tables were, this one was on fire, probably still smoldering, uh, and it's pretty much incinerated uh, the whole group there. The fireball was one of those bouncing fireballs, so it also hit this table over here where it did some damage to some of the guards up there. You guys then dispatched them through melee combat in the hall. The overlord and his entourage were sitting over here they took a little bit of damage two of the more elite guards sort of blockaded this aisle while another two guards and a caster type whisked that little group away this big brown thing was the snarling vines that Mephrodis put down and people with a good enough vantage point could see them at least show up on the other side and look like they turned and skirted to the north and that's where we left last week with the <clears throat> Overlord and his entourage on the other side of the snarling vines. All right. Is everybody right back in the moment, even Dustin, if from last week at this point? I'm getting myself in the moment right now. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's been like If you do, miles. could you turn your cam off? That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, if I recall correctly, they got a two-round jump on us. The, or, yes. The Overlord. Yep. How many do we have left in this room with us? Did we take care of them all? Yep, you took care of everybody in the room. Okay. So last we left it, the snarling vines were still there, but all of the guards were dispatched, and tables on fire up here, smoke starting to not problematically fill the the great dining hall there, but, you know, there's some smoke going on and stuff. All right, this is uh, metagame stuff, but if we... Are we still in combat rounds? Uh, to a pseudo degree, I mean, if, if you're going to stop and heal, then I'll probably mentally tick away a couple rounds that they have to get away. You know what I'm saying? Well, I was going to say, if we start a pursuit right now, can we stay in initiative order? If you start a pursuit right now? Yes. Do I still know initiative order from last week? <laughs> 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 I 
We we won. We were first. And everything. Oh, of course. I mean, if my let's see, we, we might re-roll initiative because okay. I'm not sure my index cards are in the proper order. <laughs> nice. <clears throat> All right, so fellas, what do you want to do? It would be crazy to go chasing them through, especially because some of us have abilities that allow us to keep up with them. But we don't know where he's going to be leading us. It could be, It'd be crazy him. not to go in that general direction, though. Well, we got to go that way. I mean, yeah, we've risked too much. We pay too much gold not to. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. What do y'all think? I'm willing just to just go. Yeah. Out of the healing herbs we were given, how do those work? They. Uh, are you, is someone going to take one? Uh, I need it. If we're not going to pause to heal. So you can you would ingest them. Okay, Pat ingest this healing herb. You're you're gonna eat. You're each gonna take one. No, Pat. Pat's the only one's gonna take one out of my two. Oh, okay. So Pat takes one and rolls a d10 to get hit points back. Okay. And that's five doses left. Whopping three. Better than nothing. So what are you at percentage wise? I'm I'm down about a quarter of my hit points, a little less than a quarter. Okay. What's your max, by the way? Uh, for, uh, 44 is my max. Oh, okay, okay. So I'm down nine. So that wizard, you're one hit, one kill to that wizard. Yeah, not the, yeah it's not so that bad. We're, we're all yeah. one hit, one kill to that wizard. Yeah, yeah, well, that, that's, that's expected. All right, Cole, what do you say? I say we at least look out that door. Yeah, the vines have been dispelled. Uh, Bong rushes up to the door. Mefford is closely behind to see what's going on out that way. Okay. You see what looks to be a grand foyer of sorts. Large double doors. You assume this is the front of the stronghold up here. Uh, there's, you know, a thick carpet on the, the floor up here. Uh, decorative statues, little side tables, little sitting uh, chairs to either side. You see no one in the front, though you hear noise coming from up in this direction. So we hear like footfalls? Yes, rapid footfalls, and they actually seem to be drawing nearer. Oh, awesome. That, that, that is also the direction that I saw him run. Correct. He went that way. There's probably reinforcements coming. Are those doors, those are the front doors of the key? Yeah. We should, yes. Let's throw those open real quick <laughs> and send our signal to our man. Baptist is going to move to the corner here. Dagger drawn. Okay. When you move there, who's going to open the doors? Uh, Mephrodis will. Okay. Bong's moving out into the hallway as well. He's going to move. What, what were you planning? A backstab? Uh, yeah. Baptist? Yeah. Bong's going to stand right there and be ready to meet them. It's like Minesweeper or something. I know, isn't it? <laughs> Okay, so what you see, let me rearrange these a bit. Give me one second to reply to this real fast. Maybe Medford just doesn't want to open the door. Too late, you opened the door. (laughs) (laughs) Stupid like of windows. Okay, so Baptist sees five figures coming down steps. So there's a set of steps over here that lead up. Do we see the overlord? 
you do not see the overlord though the, part of it's probably because of the angle the steps go up so it may just be that you can't you know his vantage point doesn't provide it do I see they are a rather large set of steps that go straight up and then also see when the doors get thrown open you see another five or six guards out front so let's do initiative because now you guys are sort of surrounded between guards Whoa. And it continues. It's wonderful. Init rolls. Mephrodis, he's got the cheat code loaded. Yeah, he's, go, he's going with Bond, and Bond's got a plus seven. That really helps out, so. I can roll him separately if you'd like. I like those fighter initiatives. Okay. Dustin up front. And Aaron. Oh, Aaron and Adam are dodged. Okay, Mephrodis and Bong, you are up. You got people at the front door, and if Baptist lets you know, you know there's people coming down the steps. All right, so um, Mephrodis. Yeah, Baptist gives the signal. Mephrodis, when he opens the door, I mean, how does the door open? Opens out. It opens out. Okay, so he yep. like. So you flung the doors open. And it knocks all those guys down. No. But they're right. These guys seem <laughs> trained. They're right by the door. Okay. So trained in the door opening. Things are not necessarily to scale. Does it it makes like, the bowling pin noise. Does it look like they know what's going on? Here, do this. <laughs> does it look like they know what's going on? Yes. They seem startled that the doors were flung open, so they seem to be reaching for weapons, as in something might be wrong. Okay. Mephrodus says, quickly, to the walls! The Overlord commands it! We're under siege! And Mephrodus... Oh, crap. What was our signal to the to the fellows? Oh, that could be set, a problem. Set the place on fire. Smoke. <laughs> Smoke. Uh, I have to wait on Nuni to do that. I'm going to cast Snarling Vines on, on, on all of them. Okay. <sighs> Come on, snarling vines. Mephrodis rolls a 25 on his snarling vines. Awesome. And that will get him a 50 foot radius area becomes entangled with roots coming up from the ground. No prior vegetation needed. Creatures within move at half their normal movement rate and suffer a negative 4 to attack, skill checks, and spell checks. A DC 18 strength check allows the target's snarl to move and act without penalty for one round. So DC 18 is what each of them have to be to move and do anything. Okay, roll the 20 strength, though, as you, you said? Yes. For that? <clears throat> All right. Okay, they're snarled, so they're moving at half their normal movement rate at a negative four to attacks. All right, for Mephrodus' second attack, he is going to cast uh, Choking Cloud right on top of him. Okay. Heck yeah. And that is a 17 on that. And somebody dies. I hate to point that out. <laughs> yeah, one of these the overlords. You know him. You know, we're personal friends. What's the result of that? Uh, it's a fort save, probably. 17 is, uh, 
Up to 1d4 small individual clouds of toxic gas appear around selected multiple targets, all of which must be within range. Each cloud inflicts a negative one penalty to all rolls, including attacks, damage, skill saves for 1d4 rounds. The cloud, so basically that lowers, if it stacks with the other, they got a negative five to everything. The clouds follow their targets, they cannot escape. And that's going to last for, well, it's going to be four clouds for, oh crap, one round. Okay, and what's it doing for the one round? Negative, it's, or? Yeah, another negative one, so they're like a negative okay. five. So we're up to negative five for at least one round. Yeah. <coughs> okay. All right, what does Bong see? These guys are rushing down the hallway? Yeah, the guys up here? Are you seeing, yes, they're seeing five guard types rushing down. They certainly seem better prepared. Shields out, swords. So they're, they're carrying swords? Yep. Uh, Actually, they're carrying axes, two-handed axes. No shields, two-handed axes. Scratch the shield bit. They've got two-handed axes. Two-handed axes. Okay. Uh, Bong is going to charge them. Okay. And he's going to get there, and he's going to hit the first attacker, and he's going to attempt for his deed to swing into and to damage more than one opponent. He's going to try to cleave. Okay. This was to have a... Okay, he had a 23, a 10 on the deed die, and so he hit his deed. Does a 23 hit? Yes, it does. Okay. Eight plus ten plus five. The first attack does twenty-three. <laughs> Ooh. Nice. Ooh, you cut that one in two. Hello. Team bone right and there. And you obviously cleave into another one. Alright. Uh, make a second attack roll on that one. Uh but roll your deed, just you don't get anything special, but you can get the deed for the, just the, I don't know, maybe you get to add the deed to it, too. Roll the deed die again, or add what I got already. <laughs> Go ahead and add what you've already got. Yeah. It's very decent. We'll take it that way. Yeah. Uh, 32, that's going to be a crit. Holy cow. Mm-hmm. He's going he's gonna to chop through every one of these guys. You going to give me a crit for the second attack on the cleave? Yeah, I'll give you crit on that one. The deed die is not counting to do more cool stuff. It's just... It's just a... Okay. Bonus. Yes. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, it's just a bonus. All right. But it's still crit. Crap. I rolled a two. Hopefully that's good. On a d30? No way. Yeah, I'm sure it's one of the least desirable results. So... The regular damage is 22. Curls throw back 10, 1d10 feet. Any adjacent foes accidentally strike the target for damage. So, uh, I yes. I'm assuming I killed that guy. Well, barely, almost. I mean, like, yeah, right on. Right on? He's not dead? Oh, okay. yeah. Well, he goes I back. mean, he's dead. He's dead. So, I mean, he's going to get knocked back, and he's pretty much dead. Okay, Leave yeah. three left. All right, so he goes back into them, and they finish him off for me. Yep. All right, for my second attack, I'm going to do it again. <laughs> 26 to hit, 10 on the deed with a cleave. I'm assuming that'll hit. That hits. Plus 15, 21 damage. Mm -hmm. He's up. 
Really? Okay. Uh, with my He's cleave, bad. though. With the cleave. Well, you're my... not getting a cleave on the second attack. I don't get a deed on my second attack. Did, did you roll it? Yeah. I don't know if I'd do it on the second attack. We've never had to answer that question before, have we? I mean, I'm a warrior, right? That's the only thing I got is my deed. <laughs> <laughs> You've already take, killed like two. Yeah, why well, would three? It's my job to kill all of them. Deed on your second attack, you would totally get your deed on your second attack. <laughs> and he's just in there swinging wildly now. I mean, he's on a roll. Okay, I'll give it to you. All right, cleaving so, again. Yeah, the cleave it hit, so he's gonna roll it the same way as before. Yeah. All right, for his second attack, he has a thirty-four. That is a crit. Heck yeah! God, Heck yeah! <laughs> That's how you roll right there. Strike to okay. weapon arm. Foe takes quadruple damage from his own weapon as it is hammered into his face. I missed all of that. It says, strike to weapon arm. Foe takes quadruple damage from his own weapon as it is hammered into his face. Foe drops weapon and is dumbfounded in awe. Oh, yeah. I'm waiting for so the roll the damage. Right. I want to hear what the damage is because it's pretty insane. So this is like, my damage was... Was thirty four? No, no, that wasn't right. I haven't rolled the damage. That, that was the eight plus. I did twenty damage. Sixty points of damage. Then, right? No, he takes quadruple his own weapon. He take does quadruple his own weapon damage, which is a two handed battle axe, which is a d twelve, right? Yeah, so d eight. Okay, well he's gonna take four. I don't know. I'll look it up. I have a D8 on my sheet for it. Okay, well, he'll take 48 damage from his own weapon as it strikes him in the face. <laughs> that sort of does him in. Okay. <laughs> well, come on, aren't you going to roll it? Yeah, roll it. Yeah, you got to roll your other part. Roll that, 4D8. Battle Axe is a D10. That's 4D10, not 4D8. Yeah, D10. All right, he takes an extra 12 damage. Yeah. Face just... So he takes 32 total. That kills that one. Right up in front of his face. That's dumb. (laughs) You gotta hold that thing down at your side. Okay, does that put me up finally? I can keep going if you want me to. No, I think you're out of all the cool stuff, right? Uh, Okay. These guys are obviously going to attack Bong. (laughs) What was your first clue? (laughs) I, I, think they should roll, I think they should roll a morale check. Does a yeah. 22 hit you? If you want to be technical, yes, it does. <laughs> it does. <laughs> check the crit table. Do I get, what's my third level? What do I get for crit here? Uh, third level warriors. Uh, Is your crit range going to be an 18 at third level? I don't know. That's what I'm wondering. At third level, your crit range is 19 no. to 20. So. Oh, not a crit. So they only do... He does three points of damage with his first attack. He swings at you again and misses. The other one advances 15 to hit. That hits. Okay. And the second attack will miss from that guy, so you take 10 points of damage from that guy. 10 points of damage? Why are these third-level warriors getting two attacks? Because they are cool warriors. I see. Because I no, Jeffrey is. wants to make it even now. Now Jeffrey, <laughs> it's what the play thing says. It's right there. See, it's written down in handwriting. <laughs> right there, right there on that book. Can you tell? Yeah, I, I can see it. Looks like the ink was a little wet on that. 
Um, no, the ink's wet on this stuff. <laughs> All I heard was it's okay to break the rules tonight. This was in the moleskin. <laughs> This is all laid out weeks ago. Yeah, it's carefully orchestrated. Um, and the guys at the front, only one of them is really able to reach Mephrodis, but he will roll in there. 14 to hit Mephrodis? That will hit. Nine points of damage to Mephrodis. Woo! The other guys will... Actually, wait, they were all negative five, so you... Should have had a negative five. So nine does not hit, right? Nine does not hit. Awesome. Okay. So he misses because he was a negative. I mean, he oh, wasn't. Oh, <laughs> but these guys all move forward. But they're moving half speed. Okay. And that takes us to Santh and Gonlex. All right. Well, Santh is going to move up to Gonlex. Casting a spell. <laughs> And that gives um, Santa plus one to all attack rolls, damage rolls, saving throws, skill checks, and spell checks for one turn. Okay. Um, and then he's going to go ahead and kind of move this way halfway between the group. Okay. So he can support as needed. Sounds good. Um, there's some snarling vine action going on out here, right? Yeah, but Mephrodis, I'm assuming like this dude here is probably like just about out of it, right? Yeah, Mephrodis wouldn't have cast it on himself. The radius would have ended kind of right where Mephrodis is. So, yeah, you probably got that guy right there that faced off with Mephrodis that is just on the edge of it. I'm standing between those two guys, so if I want, so if I can, I can nail them. Okay. It's not letting me go in between them, but you get that general idea. Yeah, that's what she said. Cleveland. Cleveland. What? Huh? Nothing. Oh, <laughs> 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 All right. Mm. At one guy, and I have to put into this formula. And uh, for his uh, deed, he's going to cleave because <laughs> that seemed to work really well. Uh, so eighteen hit. Eighteen does hit. For sixteen damage on the first guy. He's still up. Okay. Do I get my cleave? Uh. Yeah, you hit your deed. You're good. Okay. So how do I, how how do I roll that again? Just another attack roll. Uh, we're do, we've been doing a second attack roll. You get to carry your deed die with it. Okay. Because I'm nice. Remember that. That is very generous of you. You are incredibly generous. He's taking the same liberty. Don't be fooled. So 21 <laughs> hit that guy. That is also a hit. Ooh. Uh, 11 points of damage on that guy. And then Santa's going to whip, or I'm sorry, Gonlex is going to whip his blade back around and cleave again. This whole 2D20 stuff is pretty cool. It's pretty awesome. Uh, Both guys are up, so. I can't believe I ever played a third level fighter. Those guys suck. I hit the D again, barely, but hit it. Yep. So 21 hit the first guy. So, hey, guy. Hey, guy. He takes 13 points of damage. That was the first guy? Uh, that was the second guy, technically, but... Okay, he drops. Okay, and then I cleave into his ombre hanging out there. Uh, 16. That is a miss. Oh, oh, oh. Sans, his, his mustache is bristle in anger. 
And that takes us to Patrice and Dandelion. All right. Uh, Dandy's going to round the corner and color spray those last two fellas. Okay. Including Bong, of course. All right. Up to three targets within range can be targeted. Each target must make a will save or be affected. Targets that fail one save are blinded. Targets that fail both are blinded and knocked unconscious. Duration is two die, four plus one rounds. Okay. So I will choose to do two targets. So there's two saves per person? Yes. First person failed both. Okay. And second person failed both. All right, so they are unconscious for two die, two die four plus one rounds. Okay, which is pretty much equivalent to dead. Yeah. So I'll just remove them. And then Pat will dispatch them. Okay, perfect. So Bong doesn't have to waste time, and he can continue the destruction train. <laughs> i got to wait on everybody else. I mean. Baptist and Nuniklaus, the threat on the stairs has been removed. There are still four guards coming in through the front doors towards Gonlix and Mephrodis. All right. Nuniklaus will... It will Yeah. Cast Fireball. Okay. Let me look at this real fast. I gotta see what the chance of hitting everybody else is. Oh, it can't be that big. I just throw it. I'm sure it'll work out just fine. Mm-hmm. It always does. <laughs> Actually, I'm gonna cast Scare on that bunch. I got a 28. That sounds pretty good. Uh, I get to add my level again. Is that how it works? Uh, Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, So I get to add seven more so possibly can go to the top. So, yeah. uh, Caster can frighten all enemies within, within 120 feet. Creatures of three hit die or less are automatically frightened. Others receive a will save to resist the effect. Failure indicates they experience a moment of fright. The fright is so painful they take two D8 points of damage, <laughs> potentially dropping dead from fear, and then they immediately flee the area at maximum speed. The scare lasts 3D6 plus one rounds. Jesus. Anybody within 120 feet. Oh. And Three hit die or less are automatically frightened. Everybody else gets a thirty-five will DC thirty-five will save. I got this. <laughs> Technically, the twenty probably would have made it, but either way. Oh yeah. So they're all fleeing. Well, first they take two d eight damage. Two d eight damage. Okay, you want to roll that real quick? Yeah. How many is that? Four of them are left. All right, 2d8. Roll 2d8. One takes 10. Okay. One takes four. Okay. One takes nine. Okay. And one takes 10. Um, would there be people above that would be within 120 feet? Mm. I mean, does it work like that? I'm tempted to say no because they don't even know you're like really there. But let me look at the map, anyways. There's not. <laughs> yeah, 120 feet out there a bit, bud. 
Yeah, I'm going to say without like the line of sight type stuff, you're probably not so lucky with them. I think it'd be great though, right? You know, some dude in the library has no idea what's happening. He just starts yeah, bolting into bookshelves. Creature, any creature of intelligence three or less, please. Also, that's the mercurial on this. Oh crap! There goes somebody. <laughs> Who should I pick on? <laughs> How many are left? Well, that pretty much that you pretty much cleared this floor. You've got four people right. trying to flee through the snarling vines, having a hard time of it, uh, and then the stairs have been cleared. Okay. Um, Baptist is going to. Are there any torches, anything like that, on the? Yeah, yeah, there's torches in the various, you know, hanging on the walls and sconces and stuff like that. All right, he's going to grab the torch, one of the torches, try to okay. light something on fire around this door. Okay. Um, there's a rug in front of the, if you want to spend a little bit of time taking the rug and sort of, you know, trying to light a rug that's laying flat on the floor is tough, crumpled up a little bit, give it some air pockets and stuff, and it, it would probably light up. Yeah, I kind of drag it out okay. in front of the door and sort of... Okay, and then when you get out there, I mean, and you guys know this already, but the the stronghold is within another set of walls, so, you know, there's still another gate with walls and stuff out there, and you suspect there's, you know, guards in these towers type stuff but you can definitely get smoke signals starting to go and so okay. with a little bit of effort you get the rug dragged up there and you've got the uh carpet starting to smolder and burn yeah drag out some of those tables too we can spend around to i think probably bringing the our assault our siege men against the walls will probably help us out immensely Okay. So, yeah, you can spend, it'll probably take about two rounds to get one table out. So, you can get one table in two rounds, two tables in four rounds. How many do you want to get? I grab this one that's already on fire and pull okay. it out. So, you drag a table over in two rounds, you get this pile. It's starting to smoke. You're starting to get the flame. You're pretty sure you're getting your smoke signal sent the okay. way you want. So, now he's right. got, what, six rounds on us? Yeah, something like that. Okay. All right. So, um, what's down this other hallway? Another set of stairs to go up. Does it look like they could maybe mesh up on... You like suspect the they probably go up to about the same area. I mean, he could be waiting to come back down that way. Yeah. I was just like, yeah. I hate to split us, but if we were to each go up, uh, this, each set on one side or the other. I think we should stick with, with the way we think he went. Because we were, no, we're now six rounds behind him. Yeah, my only concern is him coming back down that way. All right, let's. Um, what can we do to block the other exit? Let's see. You've got table. Other flaming table over there. Yep, more yeah. fire. You can put a pile of fiery tables, I guess. You got kitchen stuff. There's stuff in the kitchen too. Cauldrons, uh, butcher block tables, things like that as well. I was thinking more of like a. The, I mean, whatever, whatever it is we do, we kind of need to do it quick because yeah, he's got yeah. six. Let's just go get him. If he comes out, if he runs down the stairs and runs off, then screw it. We can outrun him. Yeah. Yeah. We right. got his stronghold now. He, who cares? He's on the run. We got his damn city. <laughs> yeah, he's on the run now. Let's go get him. Chase his ass down, Bong. Yeah. Let's just let's just head on up. All right. Yeah. All right. So Bong Bong starts moving up the steps, waiting on everybody to fall in behind. We're right behind him. Yep. Okay. So you go up. This room's going down at the bottom of the map a little more. You got stairs that come up. So you got stairs that went up like that. Another set of stairs over here. There are 
Adam, I hope you're taking screenshots, man. Yeah, I'm gonna have to, man. I uh, <laughs> I just zoom out for this this gold. This is this is <laughs> just good stuff right here. And there's this bind it, print it. <laughs> we can do a Kickstarter. We can get this thing professionally printed. <laughs> <laughs> Throw in even more money, we'll get drunk at your house. <laughs> if we come, we're getting drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just coming. <laughs> All right, so that's the. So, yeah, so pretty much what you've got here is these stairs come up. You guys come up up here. You see an open space. Again, it's more decoration, you know, little sitting area, you know, a statue, a uh, couple statues. And then these little corridors, you see doors to what looks like a couple of rooms and a couple spiral staircases that appear to head up. <sighs> All right. Do the doors here and here, are they opened? They are not open. Do we hear anybody? Make a listen check. This isn't Pathfinder, Jeffrey. Would that be we'll a- roll D6. We'll do it old school. <laughs> Technically, listening to the podcast are now like, he's going to listen to its perception. <laughs> <laughs> Am I supposed to roll high or low? I don't remember. Low. Low. Uh, I'm, an I'm an elf. I got a two. And uh, Dandelion does not hear... Anything on the other side? Gonglet's got a five, and Sam's I got, got a nineteen. Fabulous got a nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> on a D six. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> nineteen. <laughs> I threw a twist in there. I went. You did. School. I wasn't paying attention. I was paying attention, but I wasn't. <laughs> So, you guys do not hear anything on the other side of either of those doors. Let's go here. Yeah. Okay. This way, Jeffrey has to draw into the room. Those are those are only going up, right? Those spiral yes, staircases? they are only going up, and I will put a not-to-scale map over here. All right. Where's it going to go? Yeah, there you go. And there's stairs there. You come up. <laughs> what, uh, what happened to that guy in the corner? <laughs> you guys are horrible. And there is... More stairs. Are there any windows in this place? And... There are none in the area you're in at the moment. Yeah, we've got see. torches and stuff we grabbed off what the wall. What about the level we just came from? What are these deals? These giant rectangles? <laughs> you don't know what's inside of them. <laughs> I mean, I want to go out on a limb, and I, sh- I want to say you should become a professional mapper. <laughs> it's hard to draw like this. I should hook up the drawing Tablet. The drawing tools is terrible as it is. Like if they do it fast, makes it easy. They are tough. Yeah, they are. Yeah. I have enough time just putting a single letter on the map. <laughs> I can't even like do text. So is the, this the same? Actually can, yeah, they actually continue on upward. This is just okay. another level. And these continue on upwards, and then there is uh, 
this hall with doors on either side of the... Is there any windows on the other level that we just came from? Um, the other level... Yeah, the other level probably would have had some windows that look out over the keep's courtyard. Babis is going to take a look out there before he goes up the stairs. Where okay. As you look out this side... You see it would appear, you see the front gate of the stronghold. It's a rather massive front gate, like you know, fifteen foot tall doors. Uh, and you see archers up in the towers uh, shooting, but it certainly is a form of disturbance uh, at the front gates. Out, out towards outside of the front gates. Correct, outside the front gates. Right, Aaron, good job. <laughs> Which class might want to give them some air support. That's a good idea. There's no windows on this other level that we can see. Correct. Not that you can see from where you're at at the moment. <laughs> yeah, Nooney Klaus, Nooney Klaus will go over to the window. Okay. Let's see here. Let's give him a magic missile. <laughs> okay. Bust a minute. Need a pretty good roll because they are sort of far away from you, but I'm sure if you hit high enough that it won't be a problem. We have higher ground. Oh, yes, ma'am. Are you comfortable with that roll? I'm comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, caster throws a single powerful missile that does 4d12 plus caster level. Let's see. Hit the gate. At a maximum range of a thousand feet. I think you're good. If I drop back one, hit the gate. Ooh. Oh yeah, blow up the gate. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's true. It does not say it has to be a living target. 4-12 plus caster level. Missile aimed at a single target to which the caster's line of sight never misses. It can only be blocked by magic. 30 is very nice. Uh, points of damage. And you aimed it at the front gate? Yeah. So missile goes flying out, screams into the front gate, and doesn't completely topple the gate but it certainly knocks them askew and it won't take much manpower to bust through so you've made significant weakening of the gate it's sort of hanging askew from its hinges it should definitely make it easier for bongs and Aram's men I to will cast it again okay at the people on the tower okay well, he's doing that 21 uh, is caster throws 1d4 plus 2 missiles that do okay so 1d4 plus 2 Six missiles. Okay. That do one d four plus caster level damage. All right. There's one. Eight points. Yeah, it hits a guy. He's still up. I shoot at him again. It topples him. Sends him off the tower, down into the ground, splat. Third. Still up. It's an eight again. Fourth is eleven. Man, you rolled three ones in a row. That guy's still up? Uh, no, that one goes down well. Right, number five goes at the third guy. Eight points. Uh, still up. And one more is ten at him. Topples him. All right, so that's three. Yep, took three out of the towers. What was Sam going to do? Well, I was just going to say, while he was doing that, we might want to just stick our head in a couple of those doors. Yeah. Nooney Klaus starts sweating blood that may attract predators. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Gonlex is going to go look over here and Santa look in this door. Pat, Pat will join them and look at the other door. Then he okay. feels good strutting up the stairs. Up, up, up. 
here it comes. As he sweats blood. Wiping the blood out of his face. Chest poking out. Jurgen's kind of providing some support to Sam. So y'all checking out the doors upstairs? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I want to, I mean, I think we probably just need to keep going up the stairs, but if if Nudie's firing off a shot, we might as well check in there real quick. Very well, though. So, picture. Well, that, that took mini class like six seconds, so. Yeah, just basically one one room. So, just one room you're going to check? Well, yeah, we'll see what happens after that. Okay, so you open the door, one of the rooms, and a crossbow bolt comes at who opened it? Donald X. 21 to hit? Mm, yeah. Jesus. For five points of damage, cool. and there are four guards inside this room. Oh, son of a bitch. Yes. Oh, Gonlix. You want initiative? Yeah. Well, I've got my note cards from this time. We'll just do the old if people are cool with that. Oh. Except we'll start with <laughs> Sant right there. Thank you. Gonlix. And there's four guards, two of them are armed with crossbows, you have the two headed axes. That is a hit. Yeah. Doing the cleave thing again, obviously. Yeah. Of course, that works so well. That was awesome. I can imagine it's not going to work after this game ever again. But <laughs> Game breaker. <laughs> So awesome. thirteen damage. He's up. Uh, ba, 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 ba. Where? Twenty-eight hit the next dude. Yes, it does. Oops. Uh, sorry, guys. One of these days, I'll I'll do the macros when I get smart about computers. And another thirteen damage. That kills that one. Wait, that was the second person? Yeah. They're still up, too. You got two wounded. But I'm going to cleave again. I mean, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I mean, you know. <laughs> 21 hits with the... Uh, yes, it does. Indeed. Our good friend, Cleave. Um, so another 12 damage to that first guy. Okay, he's dead. And... Uh, nine damage to the second guy. And just takes that guy out. There's two left. Word. Santa's going to run in and get one of these dudes. Because he doesn't want everybody to have all the killing fun and him get to miss out. <laughs> jargon. Poor jargon. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> goodness. <laughs> oh, goodness. So that'll work. Um, oh, goodness. So he does eight points of damage normally, unless okay. this guy is undead, but I'm assuming he's not He is undead. not undead. And what is he dead, dead? Yeah, he's a... Oh, whoa. It's not like... Canada is an undead, maybe. Crit table number three. Whoa, I just had it and I lost it. Strike breaks foe's jaw. Blood and shattered teeth ooze down the foe's face. <laughs> Inflict 1d8 damage with this strike. Awesome. Like it. So an additional two points of damage, but he ain't got no more teeth. He has no teeth. He's looking pretty beat. Uh, yeah, he looks pretty rough, but he's still up. He's got his axe. He's like, 
Uh, Jargon, what the hell? Go. Hooray! I can finally contribute. <laughs> um, he's going to follow Santh into the room, and he's okay. going to attack the first one he comes to here. Okay, backstab him. Yeah. God in heaven. You missed. You're Are you <laughs> dual wielding? He's dual wielding right now. Oh, well, hit him again. 20. That hits. Hooray. Where's my damage? Ah, there it is. Five points. Okay. He is still up. Of course. Did you get another action? Um, I think so, yeah. It'd probably just be regular attacks and... Well, no, you get two more work. dual wields. What's that? You get two more dual wields since you got two, yeah. two actions. Twelve will miss. Uh, miss. Fourteen. Miss. Okay. Well, that was fun. I'm running for 25%, guys. We're doing good. Patrice and Dandelion. Okay, Dandy's going to come in and do her color spray again since she hasn't lost it yet. Okay. Color spray. Take care of that. Fourteen. Fourteen is a... My table doesn't have a fourteen. <laughs> That's what? <laughs> you got the first printing? Yes. There you go. Uh, it's something between one target within range and up to three targets. I've got a second printing. Okay. I've got a first printing. It has 14. <laughs> I was going to say mine's out on the couch. Up to two individual targets within range must make a will save or be blinded for 1d4 rounds. So I need to beat a 14. So one makes it, one does not. Okay. So you can roll the d4 for how many rounds? Okay, sure. Four rounds. Okay, also. four rounds. One of them is blinded. That's awesome. We're taking a negative eight. And then Pat will come in with his sword. Okay. There's a wounded one and one that's blinded. He'll go for the <laughs> the, uh, the wounded one. Okay. Uh, Seventeen. That does hit. This will do plus one, so nine points. And you kill that one. Only the blinded one left. That's me. And that takes us to Baptist and Nooney Klaus. Well, Nooney Klaus is down south, but Baptist. Okay. How do these doors open in? Uh, they open in, yes. Okay. Baptist is going to run up right here, take out some of those rope, and tie those two doors together. Okay. You are able to do that. Right. If it was Pathfinder, I'd make you make a used rope check, but I'm just going to assume you know how to do that. Yeah. <laughs> He's a barber. Barbers buy ropes, not all the time. <laughs> and Newton classes, Klaus is downstairs winging stuff at people. He's coming up the stairs like this. Mefford doesn't bong. All right. You got one dude in this one room. Everyone's gathered in, and you're seeing Baptist tie two doors shut. All right, Medford says he runs by, is going to cast color spray into the room. Okay. <laughs> After 24. Nice. A blast of color chaos affects all targets in a cone of 40 foot long. And can, guess what? All targets, including allies. Oh, goodness. <laughs> okay, so. Jargon, Gonlick. Dandelion and Patrice. I will take a lower check result, but. <laughs> Oh, come on, that would have been fun for you. <laughs> the judge have to has has to have his fun too. You kill a lot of our people. Right. I yeah, but that seems to be happening much much less than it used to be. That's good though, right? <laughs> and I'm sure you're sad. I'm sorry. 
Just think right. back to Castle White Rock. I know. A blast of colored chaos affects all targets in a cone of 40-foot long from 10 to 30-foot wide. Caster can decide. There's only one guy left. I'm going to do a 10-foot cone and hopefully ignore everybody. So there's a guy here. Depending on where Sant sits, I should be able to get past him and just hit, hit our fellow. Sant was technically probably more to the H side of his name than... <laughs> Okay. The T side. Well, then I should be able to hit X without affecting anybody else if it's a 10-foot cone. Uh, all targets, including allies within the cone, take 1d4 damage, are knocked unconscious for 3d4 plus 1 rounds, and awake blinded for another 1d4 plus 1 rounds. Creatures of 2 hit die or less receive no save. Others can attempt to will save to resist. Sightless creatures are immune. So... It's going to knock him unconscious if he fails to save. Okay, he did not make a save, so he's unconscious, which probably means dead. Yeah, it means dead. Okay, I'm going to grab a drink real quick while you guys talk about what your next step is. All right. Yeah. Upstairs, I think. I think we need to go up. I think we need to find Yeah, we got to keep going. We're giving him more time to buff. That, and we can find we can fight as many guardsmen as he wants us to fight, you know, so. Well, we can also do that after we get done with him. I mean, we can yeah. come back through here and clear the place out at the end of it. Yeah, another thing is if we don't kill everybody, there might be an opportunity to just get everybody into there might be they, they might they might have hated working for him. Well, yeah. those are things like, these are actually our men. Once we conquer the city, yeah. they're, they're probably not, <laughs> not going to fire them, are we? No, I, I wouldn't. Yeah. But I think that there's a possibility or a chance for more and more distraction as we're going after them. So if we just keep yeah. focus on them, we, got we just got to keep on them. we got an army coming through the gate right now. So. Yeah, and that's what I mean. Like, they can start doing some cleanup behind us, too. Yeah, I mean, this, these are for them, I think. Mm-hmm. we got to get the overlord before he teleports to Zoom. Yeah, he, he must have raced up his stairs because he would have alerted these guards to come down the stairs. Well, they seem like they were cowering in that room while they didn't want to come out somehow. That's the way I took it. I don't know how you took it. Maybe he's already gone. He could be anywhere. He could be here, but the thing is, if we can, he can't get out the front gate. If he can't get off the roof, then... Yeah, he can. There's a pterodactyl due to come in. I'm saying if, if, he, if he can't, if he doesn't escape by the yeah. roof, he's got to meet either the army or us. Yeah. Right. I, I say we just keep going. If we get, we catch him. If he's still here, we'll catch him. Like I'm just really hoping. The, uh, go ahead, Adam. I'm sorry. I was gonna say I'm just really hoping we get to him and to the pterodactyl before that thing takes off again. Because trying to fight her back in that tower again is just not gonna go well for the what, fourth time. Yeah, she'll have to come see us once we're overlords. You would think. Or we're getting ready to meet her too. That, yeah, that's, that's, that's the ulterior thing. motive to this, other than Bong's ambition. This is why we're really here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's to meet Leotard outside Yeah, the tower. but it was to meet her outside the tower. Yeah, hopefully she'll be on that pterodactyl. Shoot it out of the sky. I'm going to start taking her, her, her ass up. What if the glass darkly was here in the, in the Overlord's tower? <laughs> he missed the perfect opportunity. He should have had the the thief and the sewers just lead us into the tower. Well, we had yeah, tried that before, though. The last time we were saying, we just like we step in, we're in the tower, we're in the middle of her trap again. We could have done that. Okay, <coughs> I'm back. We would have just ended up in the middle of the the foyer or the uh, 
by the little garden area outside. That's where they found the sewer to go last time. Yeah, it came up in the courtyard. Yeah, so we would have just wound up pretty much where we had started the first time. Yeah. I think we're ready to go upstairs, Jeffrey. Yeah. Okay. So, you go up the steps. We'll go a little bit north on here. Again, not quite the scale since... Yes. <laughs> So far, I've got two screen captures to share with the fine people that are listening. And you got the stairs that come up here. And you've got this. And there's a set of double doors down here. And so you see three doors on either side. Uh... And double doors at the end of the hallway. Stairs, can, uh, the stairs do not continue up from here. They do not. We're on the top floor. Okay. Or at least. Okay. Um. Pat is going to check for traps in that hallway. Okay. Go ahead and make a roll. All right. The hell's my total? Bear with me one second. Oh, my spells spilled out over here. Not my... Here he is. Plus 11. I just got a 16. Okay. 16 for Baptist. Oh, 19 for Patrice. But that's with plus 11. <laughs> and... Mifford has found it. <laughs> <laughs> and you do not find any traps in the hallway. Okay. All right. Where are we going, guys? If you were an overlord, yes. where would you be? The, the double doors would be my throne room, but there would be a secret door out of there to where I really hang out. I'd also say that the doors to either side would be full of guards. So, we could try and rope those in. Yeah. Huh. Why not? Anybody got an air horn? <laughs> no. Okay. I, I do not. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so who's going to have the doors open? Bong or me? Well, uh, you know, the double doors. Yeah. So we're just going headlong in. I don't know. What do you think? Eh, why not? That's <laughs> our style, you know. I mean, no, to be fair, our style is to talk about it for forty-five minutes, and then just throw that idea out the window. But <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. I take a luck point there, Adam. For of course, you're a halfling. It's hardly any fun, but take a luck point anyways. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. This dungeon is paying out. <laughs> it's making me rich so far. <laughs> Chat the Overlord. <laughs> Chat. God damn it. Fucking Chat. Well, there are roping doors. So you're going to rope doors together like you did on the other floor to try to keep yeah. them from... Okay. So you got people roping doors. got Santa's people standing outside cast. the double doors, tapping their feet, wondering what's going on. Santa's going to cast uh, Detect Evil. Fail. <laughs> okay. It's all in us. Oh, man. Wow. Oh, approval. no. Oh, no. No. Game changer. Night tables have turned. This is it. Uh, it was fun, boys. <clears throat> two, uh, two... 
Let's pray for must spend at least one hour in prayer, or That's minus great. one penalty to all checks. Okay, I'll take the minus one penalty. <clears throat> okay. I'll I'll look up to the sky and be like, Monty, don't fuck with me now. <laughs> We're not in the tower. This is okay. This is personal time. <laughs> this is this is pretty much like that failure is pretty much a guarantee that Leotard is in there. Because every time we've gone in the tower, the, the cleric skills just evaporate from sand. So that has to be what's going on. Are there windows on this level? Yeah, I was going to say, there is a window over here, and it looks like Aram's folks have broken through, are in the courtyard, and there's a fierce fight breaking out between, uh, like I said, there's you know anywhere between 50 and 75 guards. It looks like probably 25-ish of them are out there in the courtyard fighting with Aram's men as they try to make their way to the front door of the stronghold. I got 10 bucks on Aram. This is awesome. Badness says I'll take that bet. <laughs> yeah. Dragon's gonna pull out some dice and then offer them to Bab and ask him if he wants yeah. to play a little clackety. Yeah. And as Bagus is kind of broken off doors, he's like, I'll take that back. <laughs> <laughs> so you're outside these double doors. <laughs> Alright. Patrice, you wanna examine them or should I just kick them down? I'll, I'll check them. And here we go, same. Same old, same old. Here I go. And 29. That's a little better. Awesome. You do not find any traps. All right. After you, sir. Is it locked? <laughs> I will check to see if it's locked. <laughs> I mean, I can like, check that. If you're going to be overlord, you're going to have to be able to command a presence here. It is locked. Right. I will pick it if possible. Bones ready to kick it down if it doesn't Plus work. 12. 21. Did that, does that do it? I can have yep. luck. Yep. Okay. You, you pick the lock and right. your satisfying click. Now, let me hold it open for you. Or? After, you after you, Overlord. All right. He, Bonk steps in. What does he see? Careful. Jeez. Six more guards. And these look a little tougher than the other guys. They carry themselves a little more poised than the other guys. Uh, there is a wall down here. Uh-oh. There is a ornate wooden staircase, which is different than the other staircases. This one's a little smaller. Like, the other staircases have been, you know, probably see a fair amount of traffic. could take, you know, two, two and a half people side by side on the way up, wider stairs. This is much more of a smaller single-person staircase, ornate mahogany wood that goes up in the ceiling. There's a nice four-poster bed in here. Uh, the furnishings in here are very luxurious, uh, very ornate carpet on the floor. It's got this intricate abstract art pattern on it. Uh, Can we get that staircase out of here? That's got to be worth some money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And... <laughs> Tell these, guys, tell these guys we'll double their pay if they get out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We have stolen. Yeah, command them, command them to bring the overlord to you. We got a, uh, Santh has word of command, doesn't he? Uh, uh, no. Really? Uh, check, check again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, it's right there. It's right there. Yeah. This must have been the ink like Leotard used because it was disappearing. But unfortunately, not. 
So we just see those six guards. Yep, six guards in luxuriously or- ornate decorated room. Is there a no door, door over here? Looks like a, it's a bedroom. It's a nice. It looks like nice furnishings. And yes, there is a door right this, here. How'd my color change? What the hell? This is a bedroom. <clears throat> uh, charge. <laughs> so roll initiative. <laughs> oh man, finally. Come on, Dookie. Come on, Dookies. Beat the judge, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dustin. All that matters. Aaron. Oops. Charge Looks like we all go first. Yep, you guys are all first. Mefford Spong. You got six guards in here. These look like the cool variety. Alright, Memphis is going to step kind of to the inside of the doorway and he's going to cast color spray, focusing on these fellows over here. But if he gets a okay. bit of check, he'll hit more. Plus, come on, Memphis. Memphis, I know what's about to happen. 21. I'll accept that. <laughs> Up to three targets within range can be targeted. Each target of two or less hit die is automatically affected. Targets of more than two hit die must make a will make two will saves or be affected. Targets that fail one save are blinded. Targets that fail both saves are blinded and knocked unconscious. Two D four plus one rounds. So these, will right? Yeah, they got to make two will saves. Oh, they got it. They failed. I got to be twenty one, right? Yeah. Yep. So first guy failed both, second guy failed both, and third guy failed both. Alright, so they, yes. are, they are unconscious for 2d4 plus one round. Get down. Which, uh, which three guys. was it? The three here on the side? Yeah, the three over here. And that's probably said dead. color spray, and they all just fell down. So they are down for five rounds. Bong will run in. He's going to bypass the first guy, hit the, get over here, and start cleaving these other two. Okay. Yes. Right. He doesn't even care. The first guy didn't even care about. I just smacked him on his ass as he ran by. That's for jargon. Like, <laughs> that guy's for jargon. Like, you hang in there, buddy. All right. So Bong hit the deed, and he does a 10 hit. 10 does not hit. All right. For his second attack, he is Bong also, missed. He is also going to cleave on his second attack. All right, there's a 21 hit and a 7. A 21 does hit. Okay, so he hit the, he did hit the deed, so now he has a 1d8 plus 12 for damage. He does 14 damage with his first attack. Okay. And he needs to make a second attack roll with the deed die as it stands now. Yep. All right. Oops. Whoa, what did I just do? Nothing. I mean, I did something. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, that like you did anything to me. So, eleven. Oh, he crits with his second attack. Yes, he does. Thirty will hit. He's gonna roll his damage, which is one d eight plus eleven. Sixteen damage plus his crit of eleven. <laughs> You see red. Inflict an additional 1d12 damage with this strike as you were overcome by Battle Rage. Finally! <laughs> battle Rage, dude. I have to look up my book. I, I basically, just like, I can spend attributes to, like, increase the attacks. Where is the old Battle Rage? Battle Rage. 
temporarily expend points of his personality or intelligence to enhance the damage of his critical hit. Oof. For every ability point he expends, he adds plus 1d12 to his damage roll. Oh, God. <laughs> personality or intelligence. Tem- temporary. All right, well, I'm going to take... Right away, I'm going to burn one point of intelligence to make that 2d12, or 1d12, right? Extra 1d12? Yep, yep. and adds 1d12 to the damage. Well, plus you had from the actual crit itself, right? So yeah. it would be 2d12. Oh, you're right. 2d12. Yeah. You added 1d12 to your damage roll. So whatever your damage roll would be, plus 1d12. Well, plus 2d12, because I spent a point, so... Right. So that's an, another 11 on top of the 16, bringing it to 27. You kill that one. Jesus. All right, so I need to make my second attack against the next guy, which would be... Was, wasn't that your second attack or no? That was my second I attack. I thought that was... You missed your first attack. But it wasn't the cleave, though. We've been rolling another attack for the cleave. The second attack on his second attack. Oh, so the cleave off the second attack? Yeah, that's what I was... Oh, okay. And that would be... Okay, I've lost it. That's a plus 11, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or was I just rolling it all together again? It should be your d20 plus whatever your d die was on the second attack. Okay. 27 to hit. <laughs> that hits. Woo! All right, that is a d8 plus 11. Do take 17. And he's still up. Okay. All right, I'm done. And that takes us to Jargon. Okay, so is this dude, like, kind of looking at Bong, like, because he ran past yes. him pretty much? Well, yeah, I mean, he's, like, distracted a bit. If you're trying okay. to get a backstab, I'll give it Yeah, Jargon's coming right up behind him. He's going to start hacking at him from behind. Come on, Jargon. 16. Misses. 14. Misses. God dang it. All right, so second attacks. 18. Close. It's close. You gotta look it up. Close enough to have to miss. <laughs> Twelve was a miss. Awesome. <laughs> Sorry, jargon. Rolling balls of death. Santa Vixila. Mm. Mm-hmm. Go to the D twenty. Back at it. Yeah, you probably have to get like one attack. <laughs> so a couple of these guys up here are dead, right? One, one of them is. is. One of them. One is. of them is. I'll cross him off. You better. Don Lux is gonna come in and see his buddy. Jargon there. Struggling. Failing valiantly. Failing valiantly. You look cool doing it. Looking, looking very cool. Very cool doing it. You be here, little buddy. <laughs> He's just going to call you a patronizing ass. That's <laughs> those hairs you go by. 20 hits. Uh, seven damage. You going for the one that was just in front of... Okay. Yeah, one right there by Jargon. Uh, you should have more damage than that. <sighs> What's that? You add your D to it. Yeah, I did add my D to it. I only do like a D8 plus two, then plus my D is... Oh, five. okay. I got you. Yeah, I don't know where Bong's coming with this like crazy shit. <laughs> Bong has got like a sword that really helps him out a lot. Time to see. take that bitch away. No. I've been saying the same thing for the back of the and you know it won't happen. The same thing you try to cut this guy's legs out from under him. Don't forget. <laughs> the boy's a snake in there. <laughs> so that's another 10 damage total. Okay, that one's still up. They're both looking pretty wounded, though. 
Well, if you roll, and a, a, if you get a Baptist on your lead and a plus four, to whoa, 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 it's still going. Uh, wait, uh, gone like so. If he got a, a three on his deed and a plus four is like his attribute bonus. Yeah, what's the, the D ten plus three? Is plus one to strength, plus one for being a long sword, um, plus one for something else for, for lucky weapon or whatever. Lucky weapon. I forgot about lucky weapon. I should be getting that too. <laughs> <laughs> Because you need to do more damage. I damage. do, I do. So, <laughs> damage wise, he only does a plus one damage. Like it's one d eight plus one. He doesn't have a really high strength. Okay, strength so that's not related. To any, he doesn't get that plus four. Has no. It's not the strength bonus. No, that's like that's like strength bonus plus lucky weapon bonus plus the bless bonus right okay, now. I got gotcha. you. Um, Santa's going to come in and strike at that dude that's there by Santa and, or by Gonlex and Jargon. Seventeen. Okay. Does that hit? 17 does not hit. Well, fine then, Jeffrey. So that would take us to Baptist and Nooney Klaus. Right. <laughs> Baptist. Baptist will come in here, jump up on the bed. Just <laughs> <laughs> behind. Is he going to get a backstab on that jump? Yeah, I can feel <laughs> You're bouncing out of bed. Miss. Alright, he's gonna try again. You can give me the backstab again? Sure, because you airballed on the first one. <laughs> Ouch. Hit. One. Alright, he gets. 10 points of damage. And I crit. Die. Really? Two slash to the foe's ear, removes the foe's ear, inflict one the damage, leaves the enemy with a nasty scar. Hmm. It gives me. I rolled my damage roll on the first one. This should be a 10. No, 20. Five points of damage. Five points? Yeah. So what's your total damage is five? Total is five, yeah. He's still up. Nooney Klaus? Nooney Klaus wants to step up. He wants to stab at this poor fella here. Okay. Nooney Klaus. Sixteen. Miss. And I can attack again, right? Yep. And a miss as well. Patrice and Dandelion. Okay, Patrice is going to come in um, on that uh, the one near the bed, hopefully for a back. Okay, hit him on the bed. All right, that is a hit. And so he'll do the damage is four. Okay. And then he'll do his crit, which is a die thirty. Okay. Which I don't have a macro ready for. Just when you guys got one, to just roll for me. I'll get it. Okay. You have oh, <laughs> nice. Man. <laughs> this thing is awesome. You're going to love it. <laughs> what the heck is that one? Table three. Inflicts 3d6 damage with the strike, and the foe must make a fort save DC 20 plus PC level or die instantly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so 3d6 damage, and then he can just die. He needs to make that DC. I don't think there's any point in rolling damage. Does not make the DC. He is dead. Nice. nice. Very awesome. cool. Stabbed him right through his heart. 
And Dandelion will come in with the, her sword. I don't want to waste this, lose a spell on this guy. Miss. Okay. This guy is going to strike Bong down and kill him outright. He might. Didn't that guy die? Yeah, 16 to hit? That guy's dead. What? The dude up to the top? Oh, yeah, yeah that's the one. I took the one out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's striking Gonlix then. Gonlix, do you have a 16 AC? Uh, I have less than a 16 AC. Okay, D8 plus... Whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. These guys have two-handed swords. D10 plus three. For eight points of damage. Word. And then he attacks again. Like 21 to hit for another 11 points of damage, Gonlix. What are you doing, Jeffrey? And then Mephrodis and Bong. The judge is pissed. <laughs> Bong's pissed. He kills that dude. He's going to, like, cleave him. He's going to hit him twice. Fumble. Yeah. If Jeffrey's pissed, why are you taking out on poor Gonlex? He's just Fumble. Being a- <laughs> His head against the wall, Bong. Uh, actually, I am going to my. I'm going to hit him with my regular attack. My deed. I want to use my fisticuffs table to try to knock him unconscious. If that's cool with you, Jeffrey. I'm good with it. All right. You have a fisticuffs table. We are playtesting the fisticuffs I table. Failed the deed. You miss, right. and you miss. Second attack. I do the same thing. Twenty-seven. You hit. Hit the deed. All right. <laughs> He's gonna die. Uh, that, with that deed, he's knocked unconscious. What? <laughs> is that what the de- is that what the table means? It's on the table, yeah. Okay. Yeah, let me look it up. But yeah, it is an unconscious one, I'm sure. He's unconscious for like he takes brain damage too. <laughs> I love the look in your face. You're like, don't say anything. <laughs> All right, let's see. Come on, computer, hurry up. So everybody's dead or yeah. unconscious. Yeah. Opponent is unconscious for the next 1d30 minutes. Additionally, he must make a fort save against the warrior's attack roll. On a failure, he suffers brain damage, taking either one point of permanent personality or intelligence damage. So, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking that door is our balcony. This door? Oh, that's good. Yeah. Let's check it out. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to check that out? It is a luxurious privy. It's got sinks. Oh. It's got toilets. It's yeah, got bonding. plus carpeting. Jargon defiles it. Bon. They're checking that out. Yeah. That's the, those are two wool. Yeah, I gotta go. Jargon death, death blossoms inside of it. This is gonna be this is gonna be ours someday. That's not all crazy. But when when there's let people clean that up, door. Babe, this goes up the steps. Okay, Baptist goes up the steps. Right I'm going to peek him. under the bed before we go. There is nothing underneath the bed. Okay. It's hiding under the bed. And we Uh-oh. switch maps. No. And... You come up. Right here. <laughs> Matt, did you have to retype? I did, yes. And you find yourselves in a uh, relatively empty hall. There's a bench that sits against the wall, say right about here. There's a carpet on the floor. There's a couple chairs over here. This is just like the upper level on the 
the Temple of America and Cult of the Reptile God. Those are chairs. Chairs. Bench. Is that like a flat screen TV? <laughs> no flat screen TV. It's like a plasma TV or something. Is there a door? There is not a door. The hell? All right, sir. Then the stairs go up? Stairs do not go up. Was there a mirror? There is not a mirror. Baptist is going to look for hidden doors. Okay. Yes. So is Bong and Memphis. So is everybody. Okay. <laughs> Don, Don is going to pick up a chair. Okay. You're easily able to pick what up a chair. Find, uh, what am I looking for? Trap? Find trap? Look for unshaped bricks, too. Something like that. Like on the walls or... You can do intelligence checks for uh, find secret door type stuff. Find trap skill. No, unless you're looking for traps. We're finding the trap that opens the door. Yes. <laughs> Jargon does not find anything. Patrice or Dandelion does not find anything. Baptist does not find anything. The overlord seems to have vanished. Poppycock. Oh, There's dash. a dark place right there. <laughs> Jeffrey, that's a 25 on a detect magic check for Sam. Uh, that's, a, that's good, by the way. <laughs> In case you were curious. Did you find it? No. I hadn't rolled yet. Hang on. Do I see any magic portal or anything? <laughs> What about any extra planar creatures, demons, devils, celestials, undead? Nothing. Nothing? Nope. That overlord has outsmarted you guys. Bullshit. I'm going to cast planar step and we're going through that wall. Oh, man. Santa's going to throw the chair at the wall. (laughs) Did the stairs we came up, the first set of spiral stairs, did those keep going? You you no, you've you've no you've gone up every place you could go up, with nothing any further. Uh, I just wants to take time and check that wall. I mean, there's something there. Okay. Gonlex throws the chair against the wall. Uh. Is there a window in this ring? There are no windows in this room. You said there was a rug right here. Jurgen's going to pull the rug up and look underneath it. Okay. Is there anything under there? You do not find anything underneath the rug. The chair, when it hits the wall, Baptist thinks he hears something sort of hollowish. Awesome. Let's tear it down. Open that jump. Well, you still don't know. It just. uh, We know where to look now, though. Yeah, I mean, I'm checking for it now. There's got to be some kind of mechanism. Okay, make another roll. Find doors. Yeah. Santa will sit on the bench. Okay. You sit on the bench. And what happens when I sit on the bench? Make an intelligence check. Oh, man. There you go. Oh, man. Santa's done. If Santa disappears again, then there, man. This is oh, I'm not following this poor boy. I'm not following you this time. Everybody sit, everybody sit on the bench. Crowd in. Uh, 11. Sit on the bench. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> almost as bad as the ropes. <laughs> what, what, what's what's up with the bench, Jeffrey? Yeah, I got an 11. So you guys sit on the bench, and you're like, you know, the wall... Uh, 
the the wall looks slightly discolored. And you believe you have found a secret door here. Awesome. We go through it. Just like that. <laughs> I want to look for a catch to open the secret door. <laughs> there you go. Okay, Baptist finds a way to open the secret door, and on the other side, you see death. Oh, again? Our side. I think it's time to go Death Blossom. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody goes Death Blossom, we just start putting down caution wet floor signs. <laughs> That's confusing. It is. What? That's our Death Blossom right there. That's the symbol for Death Blossom. So, over here, you see... Overlord. One. Two. O is for Overlord. I like that you keep pinging on the Overlord. That's pretty fun. I'm out of focus right now. (laughs) He moved. Okay. <laughs> Is that Team Eagle Dick? That's, I think that's a, a mixture. I think that's Team Eagle Dick Death Blossom is what that is. That's the symbol for Death Blossom. Alright, now that the penis is off the map, I'm gonna take a screen capture. It's hard to draw with that thing. Is M for magician? I don't know. Is it the same guy we saw before? Please let his name be the magician. Nice. Magic user MU. So you see what appears to be the overlord back here. One of his guards up here. A guard up here. Guard over here. Looks like probably the familiar caster that was uh down from the first floor you see a large statue like iron golem sized statue tall ceilings in here you see these strange little like antenna looking thing they have like these two antennas that come up off this pedestal and point out either side both the squares represent that so there's one here one here you guys are over at this side of the room. Let's go ahead and roll initiative just to keep it simple. What's this over here, Jeffrey? Is it like an You open don't know. Wall? You can't see. It doesn't exist. Uh, oh, man. You see a solid wall. It's a solid wall oh. right here. Okay. Like, this is a solid wall that, as far as you can tell. Come on, come on, come on, come on. What did I get? Come did I roll on. yet? Yeah, you're all the one. 13. Yes. Yay, us. So we've got. I still beat Jargon. Kelly. <laughs> Damn it, Dustin. <laughs> I rolled a one and beat you. I know. That's sad. <laughs> that's really sad. My addition is only a plus two, though. Yeah, that makes sense. And 
<laughs> Matt. Stupid jargon. Thanks, ass. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jargon. I really do. It's all right. He likes going last. Patrician Dandelion, you are up first. All right. She is going to magic missile that, um... Okay. The guards. Okay. Because I have a feeling that the other guy would just dispel. (laughs) He's going to shield up already. Yeah, he's going to block any magic missiles we have. Well, it'll get him to use his dispels, at least, for somebody else. All right. First, well, hold on. All right. Oop. Roll a d16 when you uh, make your uh, okay. thing. Oh, the, yeah. The other thing is there's also this like unusual uh, orange glow to this entire room that sort of comes from the ceiling and comes down over the room. Okay. So you roll d16 on your spell check. That's for all spellcasters. Oh. Okay, so I would get you a... You still get your bonus. You still get your normal bonus. Just you're doing a D16 instead of D20. So you've got a 16 oh, off of that, right? 16. Yeah. So 16 for your magic missile roll. All right. Um, it'll do die 4 plus caster levels and must have line of sight. So that'll go at guard 1. Okay. Just I, this is, I wanted to test this because I knew this room would have some bullshit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so die 4 plus caster level. So, uh, 12, right? Oh, sorry, not 12, plus, uh, uh, 11. Okay. You so do? as that magic missile goes arcing across the room, uh, one of these uh, antenna-looking things, it's like your magic missile swerves and gets absorbed by it. And now you see this little bit of energy flowing between these two antenna things at the top of the, the statue. Or not the, not the statue, the antenna-looking devices. And once the antennas get enough power, they're probably going to turn on a golem. Shoot, shoot some stuff. This is why I didn't blow all my uh, spell burn on that. Patrice! Okay, well, he is going to... Uh, how are this room for shadows? Probably none. It's, it doesn't really have any because that orange glowing light sort of is a uh, lights the whole room with from like a unidirectional. Okay, so what he's going to do is he's going to hold his action for Bong, and basically when Bong gets on someone, he is going to try to get behind him and backstep. Bong is last in initiative. Just so you know, I, he'll right wait right before Jargon. There you go. Makes the last initiative. Basically, he'll, he'll support he'll support a fighter, and and because otherwise it's pointless. Santh and Gonlix. All right. So magic missile is a, a direct attack spell. So I'm not giving up on spells just yet. Santh is going to come in here, and he's going to stare creepily at that wizard. Awesome. And you should have rolled a d16, but... Even for divine magic? Why am I rolling a d16? There's a spell in the room that's lowering our ability to cast. But this guy's got a, a direct route to Monty. That's different than like the magical formulas that everybody else has to use. Is Monty not you, also present in this room? Do you want me to re-roll that, Jeffrey? I'll give you the, the I'll give you divine. You're fine. Um, so I make brief eye contact with one target. In this case, the M dude, forcing it to stare into the swirling hypnotics of my gaze. Uh, he needs to make a will save against my DC of. Come on, 
He makes yeah. it. So he makes uh, it. Um, so that's... I suppose I could cast it again, but I don't really want to do that. Um, Gonlex is going to get in here, and he wants to take a swing at this uh, antenna-looking thing. Okay. He's none too bright, that Gonlex. And chop off those little antennae. That's nice. point. You hit it. What happens? It dies. Roll damage. damage. His sword hits it. He does seem to scar it. However, he takes oh, one point of damage from it. It seems like some sort of electrical energy passes through to him. So he damages it. It just it, it does a little bit of damage to him as well. Okay. Does it still seem to have that power like it once held? Or yes, is it that... does. It okay. does still seem to have the power it held. How much damage did I do to it? I mean, did it look like another solid hit might break it, or no? You scratched it. Oh man! So I didn't even really dent it or bend it or anything. Nah, you put a scratch on it. Baptist and healthy scratch. It is a healthy scratch. Baptist and Nooney Klaus. All right, Baptist is going all the way over here. Baptist is going straight. Straight for the reward around the outside, but he's going to the Okay, well, as you cross here, make a reflex save. No, I, I was going to go around. Does that like matter? Up to the north? Yeah, I was going to go this way. Make a reflex save. Uh, as save. the entire floor tilts oh. as you cross the center point. What? It, it can't be. <laughs> <laughs> Are you happy with that roll? No. <laughs> what would make you happy? <laughs> 17. Are you happy with that? Well, do I feel happy? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> I'm running. Do I, do I feel happy? It's a 21. Okay. So you set foot on this floor, and as soon as you sort of crossed that point, the whole floor, like, tilted. It's like it's hinged in the center and is a floating floor. And you were able to leap back to here to avoid falling. So did it go down or up? Down. It was tilting like it was going to drop you down into something. Did it affect the pillars, like the uh, antenna? Did not the affect statue? the pillars. The line's actually just on the other side. It did not affect the pillars of the statues. Okay. Where did the Where did the section end? Did it Was it like between, like here and here? Like, is it between the two sets of pillars? It like uh, oh, good point. You could know that. Uh, yeah, like if it's hinged, it's yeah, got to have an yeah. endpoint. And can I try to go? On past it instead of jumping back? Um, would take a higher reflex save. How much higher? Probably another 10 because it's a pretty big distance. I mean, that section of the floor is probably about 30 feet wide. I'm going to burn another look. Eight. Okay, you're still not quite there, I don't think. They put me at 29. Was it 23? Was that 20? It'll be 29. I'm going to give you. Well, you were 9, then 17, then 21, 29. Right, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna burn a point of luck. You're gonna get two, so that'll put you to the thirty-one. Okay. All right. 
So you end up there. Where are we right by myself on this side? I know that's scary, man. Yeah, it is, but stab. How? What's the distance between? About thirty feet. Thirty feet. Bond can leap that easily. So Nuni Klaus. It took about everything Baptist could do to get across once they misstepped because of the switching. Klaus is going to hold his action. Okay. Critters are up. Oh man. So this guy moves to here. Crap. And attacks Baptist. Six. He has a massive two-handed sword. A fifteen to hit Baptist. Yeah, it hits. Uh. One. Seven points of damage. Okay. And then he takes his second attack. Oh, God. 13 points of damage. That's 20 points of damage you just took. 20. This guy moves up to here. This guy moves to here. This guy. That guy? I don't worry about that guy. Fell towards Samp. But his stuff won't get absorbed. Come on, Jeffrey. Uh, lame. They're not lame. rules. They're rules. There are rules. The room is set to their advantage. That's mm. why they wanted to get here so badly. And 1d4 plus caster level must have line of sight. Ten points of damage to Samp. Okay, Jose. Mephrodis and Bong. Alright, Mephrodis is going to run directly behind this pillar, and he's going to try to to dispel the effect that's absorbing. You mean the statue that looks like an iron golem? Yes, that one. Okay. Uh, (laughs) And he's going to attempt... Would this be a... Mephrodis and his his knowledge of the arcane, would this be like a permanent effect that's on this area that's causing it to happen? Causing the... the which causing what to happen? The absorption. The lower die rolls from casters? The absorption of spells. Oh, th- uh, that seems to be a powered item of some sort. Okay, I'm going to cancel that with my dispel. It may take more than one round. Will it take more than one round? Uh, it's pretty powerful magic. Okay, so... The most I can do with one round, I can't cancel permanent effects, but if I want to cancel permanent effects, if I spend more than one round casting... Now, you ran into a statue, though, not one of the antenna arrays. So that's not where the magic is coming from? The magic is... The antenna arrays are the squares. Okay, well, can I run there instead? Yes. Okay, Mifford just runs there. Okay. And that's what he wants to do, is focus on casting however long it takes. Uh, let's see... So, Dispel Magic, one round or longer. It's probably going to take longer. 21 is maximum spell result you can do in one round. One round will not do it. So, so okay, oh, okay, it has to round, so see right there. You are looking at at least five rounds. Five rounds? Crap. Holy crap. <coughs> If it makes any difference, uh, Sant can get into his bathrobe and cast Detect Magic. Um, that was a bad joke at 11 o'clock. You're all supposed to remember when you went back to get 
Xanth to come to the tower to cast a spell magic. <laughs> we sprung that freeze trap. Well, Medford isn't going to be working on that. Bong is... Are you going to... Okay. How far can... How far is it across? Can Bong move over to where Baptist is? Uh, try to jump if you want. Bong is going to run that way, and he's going to use his mighty deed to jump over the 30-foot area. What do I need to win, Jeffrey? A mighty deed to jump over the the 30-foot area? I'm charging G3 as my move. I'm going to attack him, but I want to, for my mighty deed, leap over that whole area. Um... A seven or higher on your mighty D. Uh, no, six or higher. Six or higher. Okay, what if I get a five? Do I land like close by? My reflex save is lower? I'll give you a reflex save. I don't know if it's any lower. Come on now, throw me a bone. All right, I'm going to do it. <laughs> I got to hit a six, right? You said six, correct? Yeah, you said six or higher. Okay, here I go. Crap. God. So, you make it partway across, the floor tilts, you need to make a reflex save. Shit. Does the floor tilt back every time someone... Yeah, it tilts back. It's on like a free-form swivel thing. And what's the DC on this? Since I, I saved don't my, know. Since I saved my action to wait for him, can I jump on the other side to try to equalize? Nice. Yeah, I'll give you, I'll give you that. There ain't Pat. Yep, DC? I'll give you that. Yeah. What's my so, DC now? Yeah, go ahead and jump and make a luck check. Roll under your luck. Am I making a reflex save, or is that for Pat? Well, we're going to see what Pat, if he rolls under his luck to equalize correctly, and then we'll probably do a really easy reflex save to see if you fall prone or not. Ooh. Uh, not under my luck. Not under your luck. Of course. So you jump, and you're a little bit off balance. Um, I'm trying to get how to handle this. It's on a swivel. Success. Hamlet was success. Well, now I'm thinking the floor is still tilted because he didn't hit the right spot. So it's still tilted. So make a reflex save. Okay, so I'm going to have Bong make a reflex save. If he fails it, then he's probably something bad happening. And then Trish will now no longer have any sort of counterbalance and possibly have to make something. What's so that? do, or could we do, should we do luck? I vote reflex. <laughs> I'm thinking here, do a. So you jumped on, you're not quite the right spot. Reflex save for Bong. What's the DC? 15. Because you've got a little bit, it's not quite twisting free form because you've got someone on it, but it's off balance. Bong made it. Okay. So you guys are both on this thing, very precariously balanced. Do you feel like if one of you guys does something at the wrong pace, the floor is like moving underneath of you like this. You're on like a teeter-totter floor. And you feel like if one of you leaves that floor, the other one could potentially fall to their doom, depending on how it goes. So that's up to you guys to decide how to handle that. You handle it the best way possible and get off on the other side. Yeah, tumble. Jar- jargon. Yeah, so this is a thing. Um, what does the ceiling look like? Ceiling is tall. It's mm-hmm. probably about oh, uh, twenty feet tall or so. Okay. It has this dome, large dome thing, which seems to be where the orange is emanating from. Okay. 
made of like a crystal type material that yeah. visually appears. Rest okay. of the ceiling's relatively smooth. It's got like crown molding look alike stuff on it. Gotcha. Um, what are the bases of the the antennae and the statue looking things? What do those look like? They're about rounded, uh, square. Rounded. Both of them. Uh, both of them. All of them are rounded bases. Probably about six to eight feet in diameter. Okay. Uh, about two and a half, three feet tall. Gotcha. Well, Jorgen's going to come up by this thing here. He's going to pop an arrow off into G1. Okay. And uh, miss. Yes. That's Jorgen. For the so, second attack. Oh, yeah. Oh, I forget the second attack. 20 on the second attack. Okay. That hits. That hits. Hold it. Wait. You're going for one of the guards? G1. G1. I mean, double check. 20 does hit. Okay. Three damage. Okay. G1... Okay. So that takes us to 1106. Mm-hmm. This might be the good spot to call it the Batman and cut mid because I'm not sure. It, it could take several more rounds to figure this out. Yeah. It's a precarious position. So this might be let's, the good chance to do the. His turn then on this round. Okay. See, the new cat go yet? Yeah, he's holding. He's okay. going to cast a fireball at the magician. Okay. 22. Okay. Caster launches a fireball that jumps to different targets 1d4 plus 1 times. The first target must be within 50 feet. How far, how far away is, is he? He's probably... The room is about 80 by 80. Alright, I can move first though, right? Okay, yep. So I want to just get to here. Okay. Does that clear me yep. to the 50 feet? Yep, that's cool. Alright, so I'm going to hit him with a 5d6 damage. So as you cast this, your fireball soaks up into that antenna array, and that electrical arc going between the two antennas is even brighter and stronger than before. It's like we're starting to get up to, like, Tesla coil. So my fireball just zoomed up there. Yep, you cast it, and it, like, veered like a boomerang into this antenna thing, like it was attracted to that. Is it going to keep bouncing off? It seems to absorb all of the bounces. It's like it absorbed the whole fireball and like it just ate right. the magical energy and now uses this electrical. Like I said, it was just this. It was nothing between the two antenna. Then the magic missiles went off and then it was this, you know, faint static electricity type arc. Now it's like that's the coil. Was I the first person to cast this spell? No, you were, you were the second person. And what was cast before? Magic missile was first. The magic missile worked. No, magic missile got absorbed by the antenna too. So these antenna things have absorbed two spells so far. They're going to animate those statues or something when they get enough energy in it. In the statues or something else, there's antennas, which are the, let's see, the the squares are the antenna-looking things, and then the circles are the statue-looking things, large statue-looking things. All right, I want to... I'm going to cast Ancestral Voices. Oh, hell, that, that bench is long enough to make a bridge across that chasm. Not to scale. It's not long enough to go over the. Thing. Oh come on! <laughs> <laughs> it looks like it would fit. I gotta pull this up real fast. The yes and rule, Jeffrey. <laughs> 
That's in my DMG too. <laughs> yes, and the bench has a split in the middle. <laughs> Come on, you didn't think this whole place was gonna be a cakewalk, did you? Kinda. I wanted it to be. <laughs> Game's not fun if it's a cakewalk. Cakewalks are fun. People wouldn't go to cakewalks if they weren't fun. <laughs> I got a 12 on that Ancestral Voices. I think I failed it. Open up. I don't have it open in front of me. Uh, failure, but not lost. Okay. Yeah. Shit. Okay. So, we'll call it the Batman-style quit for tonight, because I'm afraid it'd take too long. We'd all be tired and not enjoy it by the end. Yeah, jot down our initiative. Uh, yeah, right. someone we should jot down. It'll also keep it in the chat, right? So I don't know. Uh, it, it won't keep it over there. It'll it'll clear. It'll keep it in roll twenty chat though, right? Uh, it will. Yeah. So if we just so write Kelly, it in. Dustin, Aaron, Critters, Matt, and Adam. There. So it's in there. And we'll play next week and see how the Overlord turns out. I'll give you guys a whole week to plot. Overlord. <laughs> <laughs> By plot, you mean just show up and start playing again? <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> scrap all the plans and just say, we we attack. That's pretty much so, all we got to do is, like, shut down that thing, yeah. win the game. So, cool. We need to figure out ways to win. <laughs> okay, see you guys. I better get back upstairs. Yeah. Right, we'll see you guys. guys. Bye. Adios. Good game. Thanks for listening to the DCC RPG Actual Play Podcast. Please stop by irontavern.com forward slash podcast and tell us what you think.